Today on Comp, we have social media sickness, mushroom coffins, hot pocket vendettas, and much more. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to Comp. Hello. Hello, Lucy. Hi. You think I was a little too? It was a particularly angry intro. <laughs> yeah, it was. I got. I got are, you, are you feeling? Are you feeling hot? I'm, I'm. I'm coming in hot. Tina Turner has died, and I have to. I'm. Cha- I'm. Uh, is it wrong to channel her? Is, <laughs> is that appropriation? Oh, are you to, channeling her? There? I'm trying to channel this. Uh, uh, cold river keep on burning. <laughs> Is that how it goes? Cold, cold River keep on. I don't know the words. Uh, uh, sing right. proud Mary's in the tourniquet. <laughs> what is it? Uh, um, <laughs> children don't got no earnings because they're poor. <laughs> I, I don't know how to, but what are the words of that song? Proud uh, Mary keeps on burning? Uh well, now I can't remember them. I listen I don't to that know song what, all the time. Who knows? Proud, proud Mary keeps on burning. Is that really it? That makes it as much sense. That makes as much sense as anything I said. <laughs> uh, the great legend. I mean, rolling down a river, rolling on a river. Rolling What's on that even, river. Is that like a lazy river reference? Like, like when you go to the, like a water park and you're and you're rolling down the lazy river. This is not to disparage the queen of rock and roll. I love her, but she's a queen. Of, I mean, she's tremendous. I, I think I, she was a queen of rock and roll. Is that rock and roll even? I I, I would have thought it was more like. Funk or soul, soul or, yeah. I don't know. It's great. Whatever it is, it's great. I, if you ask me who's the queen of rock and roll, I'd be like, I don't know, Joan Jett? <laughs> the black, I love rock and roll. She's a princess of rock and roll at best. She never, but when did Tina Turner ever sing a song about rock and roll? <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's, yeah. She never sang a song where the subject was rock and I roll. I feel like she was bigger than rock and roll, Tina Turner. Mm. Uh, but whatever. I, didn't, I wouldn't have thought that was rock and roll, but I, I am an ignorant man uh, lost in the wasteland. I mean, of... Uh, of our youth. Mm. <laughs> Proud Mary is an intern. Um, she was great. What, what did she die of? She died of co- complications. Oh no! I mean, she's eighty. She was eighty-three. I didn't yeah. know she was that old. People, so. I would people. I was talking to people before. I was like, Tina Turner is dead. I'm like, well, she was old. Like, I mean, look, it's fine. But they were all upset, and it's like. She lived in like a castle in That's, Switzerland or something. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Somewhere, some other country. That's a respectable age to die at. Yeah, three. no, I mean, if I make it eighty-three, uh, people are gonna lose a lot of money on, on you know on over/under bets or whatever. <laughs> um, good for her. You should be when, once you hit eighty, you should just be celebrated. Mm. Like you know, there's no, I mean. I don't know. Right, yeah, you shouldn't, there shouldn't be a, a, a wave of, I can't believe this happened. Oh, no, Tina Turner. I mean, look, it's, 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 it's it, there's nothing sad. <laughs> I mean, unless she was, you know, dare I say, uh, <laughs> you know, someone, someone, you know, why am I, why am I avoiding saying it? It seems weird to say it. Well, you don't want to, you don't want to start a, start a rumor. Right, but unless, but, yeah, unless someone made it happen. Yeah. Which I mean, I, which maybe maybe there might be theories. I mean, this sounds this feels awful. She just died today. Why are we doing this? It's a good argument, actually, against the theory that people get you know people huge musicians get killed for the royalties or whatever. Well, well I mean, she was living in. We find out where she lived. 
Because I, I know, uh, I, I've heard that she she was living in like somewhere uh, like like crazy place in the Alps or something, mm. which is maybe why she was. You know, she's like, you ain't gonna get me. Like you got a uh, like you got Prince. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, she was Zurich, Switzerland. I was yeah. right. Yeah, she had a, like a castle in Switzerland or something. Well deserved, by the way. That's great. Honestly, not enough. Not enough superstars do that. Just yeah. have a castle somewhere. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's a castle. It might, it might have just been like a nice house. <laughs> <laughs> not enough. Not enough struggling musicians get castles in Switzerland. <laughs> Why didn't Kurt Cobain just buy a castle in Switzerland? You know, maybe he wouldn't have uh, started playing Russian roulette with a shotgun. <laughs> That's terrible. Um, Tina Turner and her husband bought Switzerland home before death. Oh, she had a husband. Good er- for Erwin, her. Erwin Bach. That's a suspicious name. Is it? <laughs> I mean, you don't like classical music. Bach is a esteemed name. Is he related <laughs> to the Bach? I know, but it's weird for a normal person to be called Erwin Bach. Are you are you are you related to the concerto box? <laughs> you know. <laughs> The the concerto box. Well, he he wrote a number of concertos. Mm. Was he known for his concertos? I believe he was. Mm. Or cello suites in G. <laughs> what, like, what is that? What's a, what what puts a concerto about? Don't do this. <laughs> don't 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 you look? You I know more about classical music than you. I, you and you and your and your tactic is to try to like demonstrate how little I do know, <laughs> and it's not going to work. I'm not going to play these games with you. <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna like you know let you uh, <laughs> somehow like make yourself feel better about refusing to learn who Beethoven is. <laughs> I like, oh, oh, and what and what makes it a uh, what makes a sweet? What's, what's a cello sweet? It's a something on a cello. That's all I know. In the key of G, played by Yo Yo Ma, by Bach. Yeah. Oh, but what what's a fugue? I don't know what a fugue is. <laughs> you're you're totally right. I was totally trying to redirect. Yeah. <laughs> Boiling water's turning, <laughs> going, going, going down a river, going on a water trip. Yeah. As far as I know, rolling on the river is a story about. I never actually confirmed this, but I'm pretty sure it's a story about like a, a kind of hard on their luck uh, person who like gets a ride on this like a uh, fancy riverboat oh, and, oh, and, and gets a bunch of, and scams a bunch of rich people. I know a little bit from the Creedence Clearwater version, Clear, Clear Revival, only because they sing it slower. And it was like, something I don't know on the riverboat queen. Mm. Something, so I don't know what that means. But I never saw the good side of a city till I hitched a ride on the riverboat queen. Right, yeah. I don't, I, none of this, I don't want to sing it in case we get... Purple dinosaur is dancing. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so how, how much of music is just random words? <laughs> I'm a Tyrannosaurus Rex rolling. <laughs> um, so, you know, rest in power. Mm. Tina Turner. Dead at 83 in the castle in Switzerland. What kind, where, where should our castle be? Um, I, I feel like Madagascar is, is underused. All right. You want me to live amongst the... I mean, I, I don't know much about Madagascar because I'm ignorant, but isn't that whole, I, I never saw the cartoon, isn't it all about, <laughs> I know they make it cutesy, but they're cutesy versions of like violent animals, right? Yeah, well, prehistoric animals, I think. Oh, it takes place in prehistoric. I think. Okay, I thought, I, I thought it was supposed to be based in the modern day. I'm like, there's too many animals in, this, in the Madagascar. I, mean, so, I don't know what modern day Madagascar looks like. 
do people live in Madagascar? Well, I'm sure some people do. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, if we're, if, we're, if we're trying to paint a magical castle, more than 21 million people. Well, that's, that? a, that's a lot of people. Well, I mean, it's a big place, isn't it? It, it, it is big, yeah. It, that's the biggest island in Africa. Mm-hmm. I know that from Jeopardy. Yeah. They like to bring that up a lot. Um, you want to build a cat? So you want you want us to go build a castle in Africa? <laughs> I don't know what you know about optics, <laughs> but it's not much. Two, two narrative well podcasters with meager income in the United States <laughs> attended to build a castle in Africa, funneling money from from, from fake charities. <laughs> I mean, well, well, you added on the fake charities part. Well, I, I didn't say that scam cancer kids in a castle it, in Madagascar. I'm just saying it, it, it feels like I feel like it's that's where it's going. <laughs> I'm very intuitive. I'm a good judge of people, including us. <laughs> and I feel like that's the only way we're going to castle in Africa <laughs> is by doing like a fake live aid with a, a farm aid. Live aid was the big one, right? Live aid was a big one. Yeah, yeah we're like, like, let's all give money to Africa, and then all of a sudden it's just like, why are you? What's this fat castle? <laughs> what would the castle? What would you call the castle? It needs to have a, like a name. Like honestly, that's calling it call, calling it the fat castle is that uh, bad? The, the, calling it the castle fat. The castle fat. Yeah. Should it be called like the like D A castle fat? Like the castle fat. Yeah. Yeah, but not but but just fat, not ph. <laughs> the castle fat. It'd be one of those things that people always assume it's one word, right? And then like they realize, oh, it's actually just the castle. The fat. castle fat. <laughs> I'm I'm digging it. Where can we put it besides Africa? Um, just because I, 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 it's just gonna look bad. Maybe maybe maybe, maybe New Zealand. Mm, that's a good one. We can build a, like a like a Tolkien esque. I don't think our money is going to go that far in New Zealand. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about it. This is not the post-war America. Mm. We can't just, you know, have a meager podcast and, you know, build an empire in, in, in the developing in the, the redeveloping world if we bombed everything. <laughs> no, my, what about what, what about right on, like, the Strait of uh, Gibraltar? Where's that? I don't know. That connects Europe and Africa, right? What, what's your obsession with Africa? <laughs> we can build it on the Europe You side. really just... Like, I just like having the idea of who having... Who are you, a, Cecil Rhodes? <laughs> I just like the idea of having a castle on a strait somewhere. What about the Bering Strait? <laughs> the next Russia and America. That could work. I yeah. feel like that's under, we can afford that maybe. It's mostly ice. It's like, it's, you know, there's, there's snow 11 and a half months out of the year. And, you know, we, I mean, we might get killed by a bear. Yeah. That will drive the real estate price down. Yeah, we and, might, we'd be con- and we'd be considered traitors. Well, it's the Bering Strait. It's not, we're not in Russia yet. Mm. We'll be suspected traitors. We'd, or at least we'd be viewed as anti-Ukraine. Yeah. I mean, Alaska's up there, too. That's true. I think it's Alaska. But it connects Alaska and Russia. It's still a state. Mm. You think everyone losing Russia is a traitor? I mean, <laughs> sorry. Everyone losing Alaska is a traitor? Yeah. Kind of. Wow. <laughs> you, think the, you think the grizzly man had it coming? They got, remember Timothy, with the Timothy Treadwell? Oh well, that guy definitely had a cut. No matter how you slice it, but that you, guy you watched, you, you like you heard. You remember that documentary? If you don't remember Grizzly Man, it was the Werner Herzog documentary about the man who hung out with bears, mm-hmm. and then eventually they killed him. Yeah, like he had the audio. He's listening to it. The scene where he's listening to the audio, 
And you see his reaction. He's like, don't show anybody this ever. <laughs> Never show this to anybody. <laughs> this is horrible. Except my documentary. He's talking to his, uh, to his girlfriend. Or, or wait, no, she got killed too, right? fam- I don't know. The family or someone. Or maybe, uh, maybe the girlfriend. He's telling someone in his creepy German accent, Never show this to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> even, though I'm, even though I'm very much teasing the subject right now. Right. <laughs> my, my, my documentary. <laughs> um, Privacy in this case is very important. Uh <laughs> But I'm gonna include this scene of me listening to it. it, it like, I mean, I really, I, I love Werner Herzog. I love listening to Werner Herzog talk. But is there any, like, uh, he? I feel like he has this real image of like a truth teller, and you know, I feel like he's not probably. I, I've always felt like that's like a little unearned. Like, yeah. It's like it, it's it's. He's interesting. Yeah. I, I think of him more as like a like a elevated weirdo than yeah. Like that's fair. Somebody who's really like you know. Telling it like it is. Cold river keep on. Well, I've lost the accent. <laughs> Cold river. Oh, man. Like fucking the guy from Casablanca. Peter Laurie. <laughs> Cold river keep on telling. Uh, where were we? Alaska. Do you think the grizzly man was a spy? You think he was using, do you think he was using bears as dead drops for Russian agents? <laughs> yeah, he was hiding guns in those bears. Guns? <laughs> <laughs> you he was doing guns, gun you, smuggling with you, the bear. You, so you think he was he was like making bears swallow like so his his, his <laughs> he was just shoving guns in their mouth. Jesus, that was his contribution. Like the, the Russians didn't want secrets from him or like yeah, you know, like nuclear secrets or like uh, strategic info. How's how's a bear's gonna how's, how's a bear's gonna eat a, gonna eat a note? Well, you put it, you know, I mean, it's going to digest it. The CIA has always developed, I mean, the Office of Technical Services. I read a whole book just about that thing, and I forget what it was called, but it was a decent book. And, like, you know, like they, they, we talked the other week about the heart attack gun, didn't we? That's right, yeah. They had all sorts of stuff. I'm sure they would develop, like, a weird gelatin capsule that you put, like, a note into, and you, and you shove it in a bear's mouth. Mm. But you think that they, no, we're, we're going to put a gelatin... Well, I'm also describing Russia, aren't we? So they don't have that over there. They, they just... Just, just put Vaseline on the gun. <laughs> put it in there. Shove it just in his lube mouth. Up, lube up these guns. Lube up the guns. <laughs> Shove it in the mouth or the ass. <laughs> I don't know why they're from Norway now. Yeah. <laughs> Can we monetize how bad my impressions are or my accents? <laughs> I mean, I think it's, it's it's like the horseshoe theory or something. Yeah. That's not horseshoe theory. That's not horseshoe theory at all. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, Proud River, keep on. R.I.P. Tina Turner. R.I.P. I, I, I highly recommend her scene, watching her scene, well, watching the whole thing, but in that, that Rolling Stones documentary, Give Me Shelter. Well, she's not the, she's uh, not the woman in Give Me Shelter, is she? No. I, I'm pretty sure it's her in Give Me Shelter. She does a performance in it. Oh, but she's on, no, in with, the song Give Me Shelter. With the Rolling Stones. But she's not the woman from Give Me Shelter. No, no, from the documentary Give Me Shelter. Okay. They, uh, they, they love, they love, give me, I don't know what Give Me Shelter means, but they overuse that term. And like, it's just like, it's like, it's, it's like, it's like if Led Zeppelin called everything Stay Where to Heaven. The documentary <laughs> Stay Where to Heaven, the album Stay Where to Heaven, the song Stay Where to Heaven. Enough. Stop saying Give Me Shelter. Well, I think Give Me Shelter, in the context with, uh, what, what's it called? The, uh, the, that, that Woodstock that went horribly, that, uh, at Altamont. At, at Altamont. It like wasn't that, Woodstock. But it was you call like, every concert at Woodstock? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know that Woodstock where Beethoven performed? 
supposed to be like another Woodstock, wasn't it? Altamont, it's a festival. I mean, there was there's the Monterey <laughs> Music Festival, there's South by Southwest, there's the Lollapalooza, the, the Willis Fair, there's all sorts of festivals. Ozfest. <laughs> you know, the Woodstock. So. Yeah, Oz, Oz Woodstock. <laughs> but the people who brought you a Woodstock, another Woodstock. <laughs> In the future. Um, but yeah, like Altamont, like, I, I, it kind of makes sense because it's like, give me shelter, give me shelter from all these Hell's Angels stabbing people. I mean, when I see a Hell's Angel coming at me with a knife, I, the last thing I'm thinking of is shelter. <laughs> more like, get me away from the knife guy. Yeah, that's that would be giving you shelter of a sort. No one says shelter me from these bullets. <laughs> shelter me. Shelter me from these knives. Shelter me from these bikers. That's not a term. That's not how shelter works. Anyway. And it's also it's also that you know it's about murder being just a shot away. Well, now you're talking about the song. In this case, it's it's about it's a stab away. All right, but look, I'm, but the reason I'm I'm so hard about this is because I'm hard about is that <laughs> I'm being hard hard on you about it. It's just like because if someone didn't know any better, and now you're saying this, they'd be oh wait, that Tina Turner's the one singing in "Give Me the Song" give me, was like murder. I can see how they would think that if I hadn't. Is this a show? <laughs> like I've seen it, no, it's not. I can see how they would think that if I hadn't specified the documentary, but, but you, sure. you, it was all very muddled in my mind. And, and, <laughs> thank, and I was gonna say thanks to the Stones for naming everything, giving me shelter before you started naming everything Woodstock. <laughs> so you know, well done. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so um, what else is going on? How how are you doing this week? I'm I'm doing uh, I'm doing pretty good. Did you want to talk about anything uh, that happened to you over the weekend? Um. Well, why are are you setting me up for something? No, no nothing just, really happened. Did you want yeah. to talk about something that happened to you? No. Um. <laughs> I, anyway. <laughs> oh, you mean my bad? Well, were you trying to set me up to talk about my bachelorette party? I get. It. I mean, we didn't discuss it, but I just thought it might be maybe. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know how much you want to say it, but like, I don't think anything that raucous happened. No, no, it wasn't. It was pretty low key, but it was it was a lot of fun. You sent me a picture of a bunch of crystal dildos at one yeah, point. We just stumbled on those. It wasn't. We, <laughs> we weren't. We weren't. We weren't being hacked and like surrounding ourselves with dick shaped. Well, to some extent, maybe we were yeah. dick shaped objects. But but we did we did stumble into this crystal shop. And women always claim they don't care about it until like because like every <laughs> chance they get to like have like a dick shaped chicken McNugget, they'll like they'll lose their <laughs> minds. <laughs> Um, How turned on do you get by like just bathroom <laughs> drawings? I guess my women's room probably don't have as much. No, there's always, have... always dicks drawn on bathrooms. Yeah, but you would think there would be more based on how much dick stuff there is at bachelorette parties. Yeah, you like, would think women would be drawing it and then be like, "Oh, well done, thank you, <laughs> love it." <laughs> um, but yeah, we stumbled into a crystal shop. There were some dick-shaped crystals. Yeah. I sent you a picture of them. They weren't full size; they were miniature. Right, it's disappointing. Um. I didn't buy any crystals because I, I refused to buy crystals. Well, you're not Marianne Williamson. You're not <laughs> running for president. So maybe that's your problem. Maybe, you should, maybe, maybe that's the answer to this podcast, having a few more crystals around. Hey, I support Marianne Williamson. Revol- Why not? Revolution based in love, baby. Sure. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Um, Let's get her on. Um, <laughs> it would be funny if it's like we brought her in and it was like, lose a big supporter of yours. And like, all, all I did was ask her about crystals. <laughs> But we like it. No, we like the crystals. <laughs> That's our favorite thing about you. Wait, she's like, well, I'm not really that into crystals. Why not? Are your distance, you're flip-flopping on the crystal issue? I, I don't even know why you're here. <laughs> we want to know how to heal ourselves. Um. Anyway. Uh, but. No, okay. Go uh, but yeah, it was good. We, we, uh, 
I was telling you that we watched a compilation of uh, exotic bird dances at one point. Yeah, I'm not even sure what you were referring to there. I think I, I assumed you were like tripping when you told me that. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, you, so what is, explain this. We didn't discuss this really. What exotic bird, where did you find the exotic bird dance? Well, I, I, we, we, somehow we started talking about birds. What? We, we had taken some mushroom chocolates. Sure. And, uh, hey, be mindful of the kids who are watching. <laughs> this is a family friendly show. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, no, nothing, nothing more adult than gun hands <laughs> and, and talking about rape all the time. Well, you didn't have to say it. <laughs> um, but, we started talking about birds and uh, how much we like them, I guess. And then you've we, never told me how much you like birds. <laughs> We've talked about our a, a mutual affection for, for birds. That's not true. I've talked about pigeons in an affectionate way. You've talked about wanting to have sex with a bird. What? Yeah, I mean, I, no. I just said it would be majestic. I didn't say I want to. <laughs> anyway, go on. Is that what you? Is that what came up? You were like, I think. How's it going, Ray? Well. Mostly good. He did kind of bring up, you know, sex with a bird in a weird way. He said, you know. You, did, you think you're just a launch point for everything, don't I you? I mean, yes. <laughs> I should be. I'm your bride. You, um, no, we watched some. They're actually amazing. They're actually a lot of fun to watch. Oh, we're going to watch some? I mean, I'll show you just some of them, yeah. This is going to be weird. I mean, just like they're, they're just kind of like courtship dances. Oh, here they are. Oh, just, oh, just mute it. I just, I'll just mute it. Yeah. <laughs> what do we have here? This, this was very fun to watch. Whoever made this weird and wonderful bird dances. Can you skip to something that's not the, the word? It's just, oh, uh. well, it creates here we go. Okay, here sometimes. we go. These are birds dancing. So we're seeing. Oh well, these birds are. They look like squirrels. And they're jumping around. This is honestly, I don't understand what I'm looking at. I thought they, <laughs> I thought birds flew. What are they doing there? They're just, they're just kind of hopping around a tree. This is bizarre. Yeah, they're 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 doing. Some of them do coordinated dances. Some of them, the guy will just kind of dance for the the girl. This is proof that God doesn't, you know. Now he's biting some smaller bird. <laughs> what is this? No, this is a dance. He's basically he's like twerking here. Uh, he's biting her. <laughs> he's. Red cap mannequin. Well, this is interesting. <laughs> this is like a little Michael Jackson. Bird. Oh wow, this is actually kind of cool. Yeah, I feel like they're dead birds, and someone's just kind of moving them up and down the tree on, on like slides. <laughs> yeah, this does like this one does look kind of fake, right? Like, yeah, no, this is all very this is all very much like dead taxidermied birds. That's not really happening. I don't believe this for a second. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like. Like, I don't go for flat earth, but, like, this is the kind of thing where I go, no, nah, you think this is real? No, we're moving on. <laughs> I'm not going to be a party to this. Uh, so, so you had just tri tripped out watching tr bird dancing. Yeah. No, it's good. I mean, it beats the alternative for me. Yeah. Were, were you worried about? Uh, Everyone's I... just discussing my finances. Uh oh <laughs> <laughs> How much money is he making? Enough! <laughs> like, can, he, can, he, can he buy you a house? No! <laughs> can, you, can, you, can you support a family? Probably not. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll move on from that. That was that was great. So congratulations on your on your on, on this life event that Thank you've taken you. part in. It's like a, it's like a it's like an adult bat mitzvah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Not at all, but thanks for agreeing with me. <laughs> Honestly, it beat the, it beat my uh, you know, quote unquote sweet sixteen. That was that wasn't you know Did you have a big sweet sixteen? No. What was it? It was just a bunch of you watching trauma films in the basement. I had to like for some reason they decided since it was like sixteen, like we I should be rather than like hanging out with my friends or whatever, I should like sit in a circle with a bunch of um like old friends of parents what and like <laughs> they'll like give me get and i just watch them get progressively drunker wait that was I, your sweet 16 party that was my sweet 16 party it was crazy it was cr- a crazy idea wait that's not wait what yeah that, that's that 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 is no way wait, wait hold on a second <laughs> they're like this is a special one so we should just do like i, I don't know what but somehow the logic was that it was special so it should be that instead of your friends instead of my friends that <laughs> it was crazy <laughs> This sounds like something like the deleted scenes of Eyes Wide Shut or something. <laughs> was everyone wearing masks? Everyone was sitting, you were sitting in a circle of your parents' friends. Yeah. And they were just getting drunk. Did, would they give you, were they showering you with gifts at least? There were, there were some gifts, yeah. Well, like what? God, I don't even remember. Like a, like a penguin mask? <laughs> Put this on. Uh, a penguin mask. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Parents uh, are weird. Um, parents be weird. Parents be weird, yeah. We'll get more later of that. Um, so we have this story we're going to start, we're going to move on to. Unless you have any more weird traumatic events to <laughs> describe. <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> Jesus. Um, uh, man is indicted in the theft of a Wizard of Oz ruby slippers worn by Judy Garland. I believe I mentioned this even, not this, but like that, like, I'm pretty sure, I just, I'm assuming it's from the Smithsonian because I, I, the Smithsonian has all sorts of, you know, which is like this, the whole complex of museums in Washington, D.C., Smithsonian Institute, and they have an Air and Space Museum, but like the OG one is like just a bunch of like, I guess Americana? Like just, they have like Archie Bunker's chair, they might have the DeLorean from back, maybe not. It's probably Universal Studios, but that, like that kind of thing might be there. You know, like think about it, like they'll have like the ruby slippers. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw the ruby slippers there. So like, let's see if I'm right about that. So these are the ruby slippers. Mm, not as they're impressive. They're kind of disgusting. They're kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're a foot fetishist, like you know our friend Quentin Tarantino, who we've never met, they look like they're caked in shit. All right. I mean, <laughs> you know, they're old shoe. I mean, like they're, they're probably impressed. They look good in the movie. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, uh, I would say I've heard like I've heard. I wonder if this is some kind of. If there's some ugly story behind. I mean, it. this is how you'd be if you were like a detective on like Law and Order SVU, <laughs> and like you came and like these are what is, someone stole these. They look like sh- they kicked in shit. It's like someone was murdered. Can you relax? It's <laughs> <laughs> not even that nice. And even that, it's like okay, but, but look, the motivation for stealing them is there. They're probably worth millions of dollar, dollars. Ah, I wouldn't wear these. <laughs> yeah. A man has been indicted by a grand jury on charges of stealing a pair of ruby slippers, a pair uh, worn by Judy Garland in the, in the Wizard of Oz. Federal prosecutors in North Dakota say the shoes were stolen in 05 and recovered in the 2018 sting operation. Wait, where were they stolen from? Um. I, I could have sworn I saw him at the Smithsonian Institute. Hmm. Am, I, am I saying that probably? Smithsonian Institute. Was it when you were a kid? Yeah. Maybe it was before they were stolen. Slippers were on loan to the Judy Garland Museum in the late actor's hometown. Oh, so they probably were. They got loaned there. 
uh, in Lady Arca's hometown when someone climbed through a window and broke the display case. Can you imagine, like, you know, you're the Judy Garland Museum, and, and I'm assuming the Smithsonian lends you, like, you know, like, well, these are, you know, can we, we are the Judy Garland Museum. Maybe we could have these for a bit. We can, we can lend them and help us out here. And uh. they're like... I mean, I don't, know. I don't know. I mean, these are pretty. These are pretty important. I, I, I don't, you know. Well, you say they're important, I, but you just have them next to Archie Bunker's dumb chair. He's like pretty <laughs> racist. Let's be honest. It's like, you say it's a satirical character, or whatever. Look, the fact is that there, there's a lot of smaller museums around the country that call them themselves this or that. It's more of a security issue for us. Well, you're referring to the the, the Civil War Museum in the, <laughs> in New Orleans. That's really just a Confederate museum. i because I, I take offense to that. That <laughs> uh, has has that that has the, the Jefferson Davies crown of thorns. It would be great. If, it would be great if you walked into the Judy Garland Museum and there's like one there's just one little display case with like a little a little assigned uh, a picture of Judy Garland and then the rest of it is just Confederate propaganda <laughs> too. Like every small museum is just, I mean, if, if, I assume most people know, but, you know, we went to New Orleans back in, you know, uh, this Christmas time. And we went, you know, next to the uh, the World War II Museum. Like, literally, it looks like an old church. It's like the Civil War Museum. Like, I'll pop in here. And it's yeah. literally just, like, Confederate guns, Confederate, like, flags. And, like, and, like, and just so, and also just, just, just arranged with absolutely no care. It's just, like, it's just a pile of dead men's clothes. Am like, I remembering this wrong? Or didn't they have Song of the South on DVD for some reason? Oh, yeah, for sale. Yeah, like, it's just, <laughs> like, it's just, like, racist edgelord, like, your retail. <laughs> hey, you can't get this at uh, Best Buy, can you? <laughs> Welcome to the Civil War Museum. <laughs> um, surprised they don't call it the War of Northern Aggression Museum. <laughs> anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. Uh, we're talking about the Judy Garland Museum who blundered. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine that must have been embarrassing. That must have been so. I mean, the slippers are on. Hertz said she and the museum staff were a little bit speechless that someone had been charged nearly two decades. I mean, it seems like an inside job, in my opinion. I don't want to slander them, but like we're a little speechless because uh, we're the ones who stole them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're I mean, honestly, is there a museum? Or like, hey, did they get a call? Like, hey, we're the Judy Garland Museum, and like, what? What do you mean? Why? Why? And like, why would that? Why would anyone need that? Anyway, can we borrow the ruby slippers? <laughs> <laughs> like someone, someone climbs in the bathroom that night and takes them. Um, over there, the. I, there, there was a, there's a something that here that says law enforcement offered uh, a quarter of a million early in the case, which means that the slippers must have been worth at, at least a million. Yeah, Arizona put up one million in 2015. So yeah, like probably way more than that. I mean, what would you if you look if you had a hundred million dollars, how much would you pay for the ruby slippers? Maybe like two million. You pay two million? Yeah. God, what, what would you pay? Forty grand. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want them that bad. You actually, you actually give up two percent of your that worth for the ruby slippers. What uh, would you do with them? I put them in a display case in my home, maybe like in the same room. I imagine them kind of like decorating, like maybe a little bowling alley room. What next to our next to our no one leave? I'm looking right now. That <laughs> the Halloween decoration we still have up from Halloween is just like. Fucking, Corny. It just says no one isn't written in blood. No one leaves. It's a like meat cleaver, and then you got, and then you got a display case of ruby slippers. <laughs> 
I'd love to. I'd love to buy the ruby slippers and then and then just like throw them in a dirty shoe organizer. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just have them like. It would be, be kind of funny. Like you have like uh you know like people. I guess it's not a rich. I I associate with people being rich, but it's not. It's just people being normal and having shoes in their front closet. When you walk into a house and it's just like people have like a mud room or something. Yeah, it's kind of ruby slippers in a mud room. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, and, and someone like, oh, I, you know, because sometimes you'll see like families and they're like, oh, if you need a bathing suit, you'll be you have, or you need a pair of shoes, like take, you know, take these to the beach. Yeah, if you go to someone's, if someone in your family has a house near the beach, and he's like, oh, like, we're, we're going to dinner. Yeah, where are these fucking things? <laughs> these ruby slippers. Um, I mean, do, do you feel like there's bad uh, mojo or whatever with the ruby slippers? Why? Because of how abused Judy Garland was? Oh, was she abused? I just meant because she, you know, the, the pills. Oh, because oh, of the pills. <laughs> was she a pill addiction person? Why would that mean that the shoes she wore were haunted? I, I, look, you, you don't think some addictions come from hauntings? <laughs> I don't really believe in ghosts, but if you do, I would assume that, like, you know, I, I would just, I mean, I would blame my addictions on ghosts. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a, yeah, that's a good move. What would you say if I just told you, <laughs> Lucy, if I'd blame my fucking... Lucy, every day a ghost feeds me a pizza. Oh my god! <laughs> like what? <laughs> Wait, you mean like force feeds you? Force a feeds me a pizza. A whole pizza. Do you know what? Do you know why the ghost is doing that? I think they work for Papa John's. <laughs> so, so like, you, wait, you mean they did? Like in their life, they worked for Papa John's, or they currently work for Papa? Papa unclear. John's? <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> it's a, it looks like the guy from Papa John's, but I think he's still alive. <laughs> I, maybe it's his father. <laughs> anyway, he's he's just feeding me. It's not even the good. It's like it's just the meat lovers, which you think sounds good, but it's just very salty, greasy. Yeah, it's greasy. Yeah, it's real gut buster. Yeah. Anyway, that's tough. Ghosts. <laughs> the, the the road to the missing slippers began when a man told the shoes insurer in 2017 that he could help get he could help get them back. This is what? like this is like there will be blood. Uh, is that the movie No Country for Old Men? Like he's yeah. always, I can get back. Like I'm a fixer. I can get back his shoe. <laughs> yeah. Like he was the insurance company. Like how much do they, the insurance company pay? They're they're hiring some Pinkerton. After a nearly year long investigation, the FBI nabbed the shoes in Minneapolis. Wait, so this guy came to them, to the insurance company, so he can get them back. But then then it says after a nearly year long investigation, the FBI nabbed the shoes. So it sounds like this guy didn't even like. This guy yeah. seemed like a Yahoo. Right. They, they hired some yachts who probably shot a man in the process of trying to get these shoes back. <laughs> like it's a David Lynch film or something. And the FBI got like, well, what's going on? The shoes are still missing. We'll just deal with this. Uh, the FBI nabbed the shoes. Minneapolis at the time, the Bureau said no one had been arrested. So um, where do they nab the shoes from? Let's keep reading, I yeah. guess. On Wednesday, a summons was issued from Martin. An initial court appearance was set for June 1st, and it will be the. Via video. Why? COVID's over. Still doing video things? Um, the shoes are famously associated with one of the iconic lines of Wizard of Oz. Well, the whole movie, really. Yeah. There's no place like home. This story sucks. Really. They really should have, you know. When they were stolen, the slippers were on loan from Hollywood mem- memorabilia collector Michael Shaw, who received an insurance payment seven years after the theft. I'm not going to say anything there, but, you know, I, I'd look at that guy. It, it seems like there are many, many possibilities for a inside job. Can you imagine, like the, the, like, the abused production designer or whatever who made those shoes? 
Oh, yeah. And I don't know why they're assuming they're, the, the golden age of Hollywood. They're probably making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, how would you fence the ruby slippers if we did steal them? Um, I would find a crackhead and get him to give me crack. <laughs> Is that how it works? I don't know how fences work. <laughs> I think you got to try and get him to, like, you, you got to try and sell them to someone outside of the country. Okay. So, like, a Saudi, a Saudi emir. Yeah, some of those guys like like movies. So your first bet we get is we'll get some plane tickets to Riyadh. Mm. Are you gonna wear a burqa or whatever to like? Yeah, well, look for the for the sake of the sale. What? Yeah, sure. sure. So you'll you'll debase yourself. <laughs> uh, that's good to know because we can make a lot of money here. I mean, what what do you think we can get Riyadh? I feel like we can we can we can we can, we can get them to overpay in Riyadh. Oh yeah, twenty million. Yeah, you f- just find one of these guys who's like, you know, kind of obsessed with Hollywood. Right. I feel like some of them are. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Oh, it's famously, a lot of these Saudis, these like Saudi princes and these, you know Saudi royals, they're just obsessed with Julie Garland. Well, some of them, well, they'll fun, some of them will fund movies and stuff. Sure, it's the same thing. Yeah. Do, you wanna, the- do you want? Do you want to produce Apocalypse Now or buy the Ruby Slipper? <laughs> same thing. Anyway, <laughs> this is a crazy story. Or maybe, honestly, maybe maybe Putin would buy them. I mean, I, that look, that would be, do you think that would humanize Putin? To, to, if, 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 if Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia, the, uh, the man who everyone's trying to hate, came out and he's like, look, the, this war is still going. Hang on, I'm not stopping the war, but check out these kicks. <laughs> he's wearing the ruby slippers. <laughs> I mean. And he, starts, he starts tapping them together. I mean, they probably wouldn't fit them. And so here's, gonna, on top of that, it's obvious that they've like, Taking them apart and sewing them together with like, you know, bridge like like pieces of patent leather or whatever to make it bigger <laughs> to fit his foot. Imagine if Putin came out in the ruby slippers and started tapping them together and saying, "There's no place like Donbass. There's no place <laughs> like Donbass." I think he he would, would win the hearts of the American people. There's I think got- he could. I, I think he would become the American president. <laughs> I think we would like amend the constitution. And I'm not saying that's a good thing. I just feel like, you know, who who could top that? Ron DeSantis is going to beat him? Yeah. No way. Know. No way. Sorry, Ron. <laughs> um, speaking of that, he had a little kerfuffle, I guess, huh? <laughs> yeah, what happened with him? In the, you were telling me about this. I don't know. I saw our headline where he apparently his, uh, he announced his uh, campaign on Twitter and the whole thing went haywire. Oh, oh wow. Did we get an article on that? Or? Yeah. Uh, what was this one? DeSantis Twitter... Glitches and echoes. And melting the servers crashed DeSantis' campaign launch on Twitter. I mean, is this a thing where, he, like, so many people were into DeSantis that it crashed, like, it melted the servers? Or is it just because Twitter's not really? Yeah, that could be, like, one of two things. Well, it says, like, 500,000. That doesn't seem like a ton. No. Um, Didn't Tucker Carlson get watched by, like, 30 million? I mean, that wasn't all at once, I guess. Mm. I don't know. Twitter's live stream event with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis crashed and was delayed on Wednesday as hundreds of thousands of users logged on to hear DeSantis announce his bid for the White House. The sound from the live stream event, which was held on Twitter spaces and hosted by owner Elon Musk and tech entrepreneur David Sachs, cut in and out in the first minutes after starting. Quote, we've got so many people here that we are kind of melting the servers, Sachs said at one point. Well, that's a really great thing from a tech CEO. Right. (laughs) This is like, this is like uh, what is this like AOL Live? It also just kind of seems like a low rent place to announce your campaign. Like it's like yeah. it just in, inherently like 
Sure. I mean, you could, you would definitely, if he had announced, if he had done some kind of like Fox News exclusive press conference, he would definitely get more viewers than 500,000. If I was going to be like, president of the United States, or I was going to run, which I should, um, I would do it on, is that show The Chew still around? The Chew. Was oh, one? yeah. Where's a bunch of like women who like, are, some of them are cooks and some of them are just like, what wasn't, was it The Talk is what I'm thinking of. The View? No, The View's too, you know, I, I'm not going on The View. Okay, I get, we have bad blood. Okay. But the chew, I feel like it was a bunch of women like Rachel Ray and like some other fat some fat women and like there's making mayonnaise sandwiches or something. No. Oh. Um, yeah, but I would announce on that because then you you know it's like this TV it's built for this. Oh man. You look you know you, you can get a nice little little fucking snack while you're announcing. Ron DeSantis announcing his presidential bit on the chew and then and then making a a, a tuna pasta casserole. Oh yeah. Deep fried tuna casserole. Mm. We take the tuna casserole and just deep fry the whole thing. <laughs> I'm sure that exists. <laughs> it's just, it's just like, a, like a calzone, but disgusting. Mm. Let's be president. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's be president. I don't know. Um, I mean, Ron, it's, it's this guy can't catch a break. It seems like. I mean, it's not that he's. I mean, he doesn't seem to be like going have much goodwill anyway. Right. But it seems like he's just. I saw a video of him, and he's just, he's just yelling at not yelling at people, but just he doesn't seem like a people person. Yeah, he seems like kind of like his only thing is uh, just uh, you know, really, really going after those gay kids. Yeah, <laughs> no, if you don't like gay kids, he's your guy. He's your guy, like. but like, there's pretty much nothing else. Or Disney. Yeah. He's really, he's really, he's like the anti-Disney campaign guy. Right. But Disney's that's mostly over gay stuff too, right? Yeah, originally. But do you think Disney's gonna like put him in like Finding Nemo four or whatever? <laughs> he, like, he's gonna be like a what's a bad fish like a like a puffer fish? Oh, he he's gonna have to because of his feud with with uh, Disney. He's gonna have to be in some uh, DreamWorks fish movie oh, where, right. where they'll actually superimpose his face on the fish. Right, but they'll try to undercut him by calling like you know, <laughs> said said the puff fish or Ron the puff fish, <laughs> and it's just an obvious reference to him. And even though it's like it's it's finding Nemo, you think they wouldn't do this? The fish gets raped in the middle of the movie, <laughs> and they're like, and, and Disney's just like, well, no, this has nothing to do with Ron DeSantis. But it's like, well, either way, why is there, why does Finding Nemo movie have a rape in it? It's like, <laughs> well, you know, some some fish don't know what you know, they stick their nose where it doesn't belong. <laughs> the fish have noses. Shut up. <laughs> um. Anyway, good luck to good luck to Ron, I guess, or not. Whatever. I don't care. I'm moving to Switzerland. I'm gonna try moving to Teen Turner's house. <laughs> you know? That'd be nice. What what's the, the so uh the Surgeon General, this is a interesting thing. The Surgeon General has come off um it's good that we have a Surgeon General. Yeah. Cause honestly, uh it's like a canary in a coal mine. Um it, you know, they they're able to kinda break through the noise and, and and let people give people warnings about things that could affect them well before anyone else would be aware <laughs> and before it does any damage. Yeah. So it's good that the, the Surgeon General has an advisory about st- social media might have effects on the youth's mental health, <laughs> the mental health of youths. Um, really great time. It's great. It- <laughs> it's, it's great. I mean, this is good timing to get to it. Like, uh, just just a few years after uh, BuzzFeed pointed it out. Well, Whatever. like you know, I mean, how long ago was those documentaries? Like, you know, with like there was massive documentaries about this, and also like literally, the, the world's become a hell for the youth. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we we were just destroyed the minds of an entire generation. And the surgeon, this is like if like the surgeon general warned about like lung cancer like yesterday. Right. You know. Like, thanks. But what are they what are they saying? Um, so today, this is a few days ago, United States uh, Surgeon General Vivek uh, Murthy released a new Surgeon General's advisory on social media and youth mental health. While, so- while social media may offer some benefits, uh, there are ample indicators. <laughs> like getting laid? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like if you just want to be fucking constantly. Well, is Tinder and Grindr, are they social media? We're like, not really. All right, well, then there's no benefit. <laughs> um, do those count? Like, does people count Tinder as social media? I think so. I think that's they do. Stupid. That's that's not. No. Uh, there are ample indicators that social media media may also pose a risk of harm to the mental health and well-being of children and adolescents. Social media use by young people is nearly universal, <laughs> with up to 95% of young people ages 13 to 17 reporting using a social media platform, and more than a third saying they use social media almost constantly. So it's good. I mean, but it's it's good that they're getting to it before it became, like, you know, really ubiquitous right, in the culture. No. This is – who is the Surgeon General now? Like, Zuckerberg? What is this? Um, what, what's their prescription? Just go in the metaverse? <laughs> The metaverse is where it's at. <laughs> um, so they they released some uh, some tips for you know policymakers, technology companies, but also for parents and teens. So their advice for parents was: uh, parents and caregivers can make plans in their households, such as establishing tech-free zones and better foster in-person relationships. Teach kids about responsible online behavior and model that behavior, and report problematic content and activity. What? To who? Reported to who? Also, like, talk to your kids more. Kids don't want to talk to their dumb caregivers. Yeah. No. I love how it's like, you, you need to establish a tech-free zone. And, like, re- re- meanwhile, meanwhile, there are all these viral videos of just, like, a teacher takes a phone away and the kid just knocks them out. Yeah, no, you have to outlaw this shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or no, but, like, you just, hey, just talk to your <laughs> brain-dead teenage kid about <laughs> who's already been poisoned. It's like... They've already had their mind shot by the time they're a teen. What are you talking about? Create, you should also create heroin-free zones. Yeah. No, no heroin at the dinner table. I'd love that. <laughs> I'd love to get away from heroin for a minute. Yeah. It's too much around. Um, all right, so the Surgeon General's a moron. We've established that. Um, this, is, this is just this is so dumb. And then there's also uh, children and adolescents can adopt healthy practices like limiting time on platforms. This is something kids are great at doing. Yeah. Uh, just moderating their behavior. Blocking unwanted content. Being careful about sharing personal information and reaching out if they are a friend, need help, or see harassment or abuse on the platform. Reach out to who? Some guy in a chat room? What are you talking about? <laughs> this is so fucking dumb. If, if you notice that, uh, you know, you're you're bullying uh, the fat kid over <laughs> social media, just, just re- point it out to your parents. Look, you can bully the fat kid, but in moderation. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if, if you're harassing a kid because his mom is dead, you know, just yeah. tone it down a little bit. You know. If you ever notice yourself uh, driving a, pl- a classmate to suicide, yeah. uh, tell an adult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, love, I love social media. Um, um, so th- this is helpful. Speaking uh, of death, uh, yeah, I don't, tell, I don't know what to say. This is so much crazier than I thought it would be. Um, Again, we have we have to get to the, we have to get to these topics. Mm. The mushroom, 
Oh, yeah. This is how I want to, this is what I want, by the way. I'm putting this in my will. Speaking of uh, corpses, which we weren't, <laughs> we have a uh, sustainable till death do us part in 45 days. What? Mushroom coffin. A last bet. Last bet. Is, am I crazy? Or is this headline? Like, you read this headline. Sustainable death. No. Uh, wait. Sustainable till death do us part. Okay. And 45 days beyond. And 45 days beyond. Mushroom coffin. A last best wish for some. Was this written by like an AI that had a virus? Like, (laughs) what is this? (laughs) Anyway, uh, some idiot started growing giant mushrooms to bury your. I mean, imagine, imagine like your your dad dies and you just shove him inside like a friggin' portobello. Yeah. And shove him in the ground like some. (laughs) What is this? For those seeking to live in the most sustainable way, there is now an afterlife too. A Dutch intrepid inventor is now... Where are the Dutch? Are? The Dutch are like brutal people. Let's yeah. not forget that. <laughs> right? And they're the ones in the Congo, right? Those are the Belgians. That's Belgium, yeah. But the Dutch did some shit. But, you know, if the Belgians can do it, then, then the Dutch probably have their own The thing. Dutch, they had the whole Dutch East India Company. They were doing shit. Yeah. They act like they're just, you know, dancing around doing yodeling or whatever. <laughs> they're, they're, they're creeps. <laughs> a, a Dutch intrepid inventor is now growing coffins by putting... Uh, Mycelium. Mycelium, the root structure of mushrooms, together with hemp fiber and a special mold that in a week turns into what could be basically compared to the looks of an unpainted Egyptian sarcophagus. Oh, exactly what I said when I see a mushroom. That could be an unpainted sarcophagus. (laughs) Ghoul. And while traditional wooden coffins come from trees that can take decades to grow and years to break down in the soil, the mushroom versions biodegrades and delivers the remains to nature in barely a month and a half. But who cares? Like, what, what is the, it's not like it's like oil where it's like leaking into like the soil. It's like, oh, this tree's taking a while to break down. So what? You know, so I the do, maggots aren't eating it quick enough. Who cares? You know, I do worry about that sometimes though. Why? It, it's the one thing that I, cause I always think like, maybe I want to be cremated, but I worry about that too, because I worry that like, Okay, so let's say that there is some like little part of consciousness that continues after death or gets maybe some, That's some, not what we're talking about. some version of reincarnation. Sure. If you're in like a, a coffin that's not like decomposing, it, it might it might st- you know keep your brain matter from getting into the soil. Well, you're afraid you won't be turned into a rat quick enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a rat. I want to be a cat. <laughs> sure. I want to be a horse. You would love to be a horse. I'm, you? I'm just trying to get to horse. What if you became a horse and you was, in, but like, then you became a race horse and they were just like riding you? Oh no! Yeah, you hate to run. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine if you were a horse and you were the kind of horse that was like, they're, they're, like certain guys were like putting you into harnesses and making you, uh, you know, have sex with them. Well, that wouldn't be good. Oh, but what if know. what if I was a therapy horse? What's that? Uh, sometimes people use horses for therapy. That's just a lie. <laughs> I was, I, it's I, a tax scam. I was on a plane the other day, I and mean, I'm sure everyone's talked about it, but like, you see like these people, it's this therapy dog. It's just a lie. Yeah. It's big, it's a big golden retriever. Yeah. Um, who was that? What's that therapy for? <laughs> Taking something, making something, oh, you, you have to shit now? Oh, great. My depression's gone. <laughs> How is that? Oh, eat, eat your Alpo. Now I don't care if my wife was murdered. Mm. You know? Right. That's how it works. Oh, my dog's licking my hand. Glad my kid didn't. I'm, uh, who cares if my kid's found my gun? Like in Star, remember Stargate? 
Was that the, when, didn't that happen in the movie Stargate? The kid found his gun <laughs> and shot himself or something. Oh, oh, right, yeah. Kid with a Kurt Russell. Yeah. And he's like, just like, he's guy's like a special forces captain or something. You know, oh, oh, is that that's the one where he put, he's putting a gun in his mouth in the beginning, right? I think so, yeah. But didn't the kid find his gun? Oh, maybe. Or am I just misremembering that? I don't I remember. Don't maybe, maybe it was cancer. <laughs> I, I'm just assuming that he, the kid found his gun. I always assume. Anytime a kid dies, they assume they found the gun. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, what do you, you think about this? Do you do you, do you want to do this? I want to be burned. <laughs> you want to be burned. I want I want to do like a thing where like, I mean, here's the thing. If I'm if we get to a point where I'm like on my deathbed, mm-hmm. get me a wheelchair. Okay. And and I, I'm gonna need your help, but I want you to take me to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. <laughs> or the Guitar Hotel in Miami, one of those two oh. places. <laughs> and I want you to cover me in lighter fluid <laughs> and set me on fire on my wheelchair. <laughs> I would just love to be like uh, a spectacle like that, <laughs> and then just wheel me down a hill. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like he's never seen in like some movie like that, like right, Manhunter. Right just roll you right through the women who rock exhibit in the in the in the good, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, or maybe that weird <laughs> that, that weird mall at at, at Ground Zero in, in oh. New York City. Oh yeah, you know, that extravagant mall they built. Uh, that has, just has like Prada and like Versace and, right. and like an Apple store. Like it's the cheapest, <laughs> the cheapest thing there is an Apple store. And it's just like, just wheel me through there on fire. <laughs> I mean, that would be the most fun. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> How would you want to, would you want to be put in a mushroom? I, I yeah, I kind of want to be put in a mushroom. Um, really? So, so, so you can become a. Someone's, you know, some breeding breeding horse. Yeah. Some, this gets pumped in some machine. <laughs> get turned into glue. Oh God. I mean, what happens if you get turned into glue? Like these horses are get turned into glue. Is well, that, I mean, they, by like, your logic, until some kid makes like a stupid like macaroni sculpture or whatever they call it, macaroni art with the glue, you're not gonna look, you're, your soul's trapped in that in that bottle forever. That's right. Yeah, this this this, this is the well, down. Well, they only make the glue out of the hooves, right? I don't know. I thought the whole soul became glue. <laughs> Yeah, whatever product your your body gets turned into, that's where your soul is trapped. I want to get turned into lube. <laughs> that would be fun. Oh, uh, yeah. Helping people. That is, yeah, that is charitable. Yeah. I'm going to start a whole religion around that. Like getting reincarnated into lube. Mm. Mm. Anyway, moving on. Um, so we covered that. That With the last pot, this, that, this story might not disappoint us. This one seems kind of fun. Man... Shot roommate after accusing him of eating the last Hot Pocket, police say. Which I feel is relatable. Because, I mean, like, look, you Hot Pockets are inherently disappointing, but not but you, you forget that immediately. Yeah. <laughs> like, when you're actually eating a Hot Pocket, it ain't that great. Yeah, that's But there's true. nothing that sounds better than a Hot Pocket. Mm. And, I mean, if this is the kind of thing where, like, you know, I'm sure if he had had it, if he could... If he was give, like if you gave this guy a hot pocket immediately after the murder of the guy, he's like, oh my god, I just killed the guy over this. <laughs> but I mean that moment where you're like with that meatball and marinara hot pockets, right? And like, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> I, I I I totally get it. Mm. So what happened? Man, oh in Kentucky. Okay, all right. Surprising. 
Kentucky. A man in Kentucky's largest city, or that's an interesting yeah. detail to include, uh, is, is uh, facing criminal charges after allegedly shooting his roommate over a dispute over a Hot Pocket. Clifton Williams, 64. A 64-year-old man. Jesus. Wow. You think you, you get you, you get. Yeah, I'm moderate. imagining uh, like college age. Sure. Sort of like maybe, I don't know, maybe there is like sort of like a, you know, there's only so many groceries they can. Yeah. I had the munchies, you know? Yeah. So I guess you can get his old man, sure. He's arrested on assault charges. Wait, so he didn't kill him. Did he kill him? Oh, you shot him. Okay. okay. Fair enough. After he accused his roommate of eating their last hot pocket and attacked him, shooting him in the buttocks. According to How's the that po- happen? <laughs> According to the police, Williams started throwing tiles at the man. Wait, he just started Where ripping tiles? tiles? He's like ripping tiles off the floor? <laughs> <laughs> After he realized the last microwavable turnover was gone. It's, first of all, no, a turnover? What do they think a Hot Pocket is? I, I don't think you call a Hot Pocket a turnover. Yeah, they, well, it's, 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 yeah, I feel like it's, it's just yeah, hey, AP. them trying to come up with. I got, I got a message for the AP. You can go to hell. Yeah. Try to call, uh, who, who, like, who are these effete people working for the AP? Some guy in like a three-piece suit and like with a gold pocket chain <laughs> writing on a fucking typewriter. The, 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 the turnover, shut. Christ. It's not like these people are on basalts, by the way. <laughs> they have tiles. Anyway. He then shot him and tried to escape, the TV station reported. Uh, Williams is prohibited from contacting the victim who has taken, uh, who was taken to U of L hospital and treated for non- non-life-threatening injuries. That's crazy. His bond was set at 7,500. What do you think? Do you want to bail this guy out? Yeah, let's bail him out. I'll get him on the show. We can cover that. Uh, <laughs> what, 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 what kind of microwavable food would you shoot someone over? We, what, what, what would I have to eat for you to kill me? Hmm. I know you, you like your, uh, I'm trying to think what you like. I mean, I like uh, Elio's pizza. We do, but we don't ever. We never eat that. That's true. I don't think we've ever had that. I I, like, I have fond memories of Elio's pizza, mm. mostly from when I was a dumb child because it's you know not good. But you it's look, but it's great. You know, you, but, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I've never once seen you eat. When's the last time you ate an Elio's pizza? I I want to say I have eaten one. In you want to say? And, like, and I really want to say recently. But. I want to say in the last three years. I've been with we've been I'm with you longer than that. I've never seen you eat Elio's pizza. <laughs> I feel like we I I may have I may have gotten it on a whim once. So when I go away to Los Angeles or wherever on you know for the weekend or mm-hmm. week you know do business because mm. I'm a businessman. <laughs> on to business make, to make deals. Yeah, yeah. To make deals. You're just scurrying around eating hop uh, eating fucking Elio's pizzas. I, I think you think I, I would judge you like for eating Elio's pizza? Don't you remember coming home one time where I was like, I I got I did something. I got an Elio's pizza. Do you want one? Like, and and, and you were like kind of disgusted, but maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just, that may, maybe it was a dream. Maybe it was a beautiful dream. Yeah, I don't, I, look, it's possible that I just don't remember you <laughs> randomly eating. You know, me going like, oh, hey, hey, you be coming home from the from the airport, and you go, I did something. <laughs> And then you're going like, anyway, you want Elio's pizza? I'm like, okay. <laughs> so you didn't, you didn't cheat on me. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right, sure. Give me, give me, give me the crappy frozen pizza. What, Thank you. What about you? What would you? What frozen treat would you? Uh, Tapioca shoot. pudding. <laughs> Love it. I mean, I'm not saying I would kill you over it, but I mean, there's freezable tapioca I, pudding. Oh, so it's gotta be free, it's gotta be microwave. Well, that was my rule, right? It's gotta go from freezer to microwave. Uh, I'm trying to think of the best thing I ever had in the microwave. 
Maybe there's White Castle hamburgers. <laughs> White Castle hamburgers? Mm. I mean, there's... Jesus Christ. Oh, what are you eating alias pizza? <laughs> My bloodied body lying on the floor over a White Castle cheese. No, I just shoot you in the ass. <laughs> um, I mean, what is good in the microwave? I'm trying to think. <sighs> yeah, Cake I mean... cuisine? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. There aren't many th- things that hot are pocket really hot pocket really is the enigma because it's like it, 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 it hot pocket is just so appealing. Mm. This this supposedly flaky crust, but they're always just soggy when you. I mean, I'm yeah, sure, it's maybe, all a lie. But yeah, the promise of it. it it's like some, it's like an empanada and a pizza mixed together. You're you're right. Though. I mean, the genius of hot pockets really is like the the amnesia it, it induces. Yeah, yeah. It tastes like chemical toilet, and it's just <laughs> yeah, it's just not the best thing. It's just not my, so yeah, I mean, I, I might put this in my wedding vows. I wouldn't shoot you over anything from a microwave. <laughs> and that's a, that's a testament to my love. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, you can't, I guess, apparently you can't say the same for me, but it's fine. <laughs> no, Thank no, you. ditto. <laughs> sure. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you like comp, which of course you do, uh, and you like, would like some more of it, good news. You can sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash raycomp. You get an extra episode every week for five bucks a month. That's a better deal than a Hot Pocket or any other microwave, Elios, whatever. Take your Elios money. I'm not trying to get money food out of your kid's mouth, but I'm trying to maybe the Elios money. You take that, you buy the comp. They'll like comp better. Don't show it to your kids. <laughs> uh, otherwise, uh, thank you so much for tuning in either way, and uh, we'll see you next week. Have a great week. <laughs>